0: So uh, no, I appreciate everyone's patience and uh, joining us live. Uh, we'll try and uh, bring you guys some value today, but uh, we got a couple of special guests. So we got uh, Danny Pesci from uh, Knockstar, mm. and then we got Kenny Brooks. I think uh, some of you guys know about Kenny Brooks. Um, so I just kind of wanted to, uh, you know, we're in the kind of the same industry. I know you're in more in the entertainment industry, but I the, think the it,
1: adult entertainment, from what yeah. I hear.
0: I but I I think it generated from you know direct to home, door to door sales. And so, you know, I wanted to kind of, you know, pick your brain a little bit and see, you know, just hear your story a little bit, about how it started, how you got to that, you know, what was it, a hundred million views, or how many views was that?
2: It was like three hundred million views. Th- that's just on um YouTube. On YouTube, well, no, that's all together my my fault. On Insta, I mean, on YouTube alone, it was like a hundred, like one fifty, and yeah. then Facebook it generated like probably 200 yeah
0: which which is which is uh which crazy right Mm -hmm. so i i I wanted to uh you know i remember meeting you a few years back at um sam taggart's uh uh, door-to-door con um and, uh, you know, you get, you actually, Danny, you introduced me, um, to him and you, I, I remember you telling the story. So I just wanted to, ha- you know, you were kind of struggling a little bit before then, or not, maybe not struggling, but wanted to go back to a different area or a different part of the country. Right. And I just want, want to kind of depict your brain, how that transpired, how it got to that led to that and kind of where you've taken, you know, from there to where you're at today. So kind of how it started, how that, how that event started, that type of thing.
2: Um, basically I, I started, doing door-to-door sales when i was like 12 11 or 12 years old yeah. but i, I became a, a salesman on an accident like uh. i just told this story like a couple of days ago on another podcast so yeah. it's funny because everybody want to hear like the beginning that journey and yeah. that's amazing it's interesting it's like a, it's a story that usa today will love because a lot of people they like they just see this video this viral video and they like dang this guy's funny but they don't know that it took a lot for me to get to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. It, it yeah. took a lot to get to that point. They don't see. But that. yeah, they, just, they, they they just see the video. They yeah. don't see what happened. They don't see the trials, the tribulation, the adversity. You know. Yeah. But it started like when I was twelve years old. Like my, I remember like I was I was explaining like I had grew like four or five inches. I went from like five one to like five six five seven. Oh vertically. Yeah. So I was like five six five seven at the age of like twelve years old, <laughs> wow. and, and my. Yeah. And I remember asking my mother, "That um, can she buy me some basketball shoes? Because I, I was about to try out for basketball. Because growing up in Detroit, Michigan, you know, we was you were a product in your environment, and yeah. you want to stay out of trouble. And the only thing that you know, as an African American, the only thing that we look forward to, which is terrible, is like rapping or basketball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. Everybody don't want to be." I'm talking about where how I thought like as a toyer, I'm like man I want to be a rapper. I want I was listening to like Jay-Z, Biggie Smalls and yeah. you know Eminem made. I'm like oh if he can do it I can do it. You know what I mean? So yeah. anyway to make a long story short well, Thanks for looking at me
1: when you said Eminem. Thanks.
2: No, it's just that <laughs> he's one of my favorite rappers. Not yeah. it, I am biased too cuz I'm from Detroit, but yeah. you know he lyrics is like he he's he amazing. But to get my point is that i remember asking my mother i had like some xj 900 shoes i don't even remember these shoes it was like some terrible it was like some pro wing xj 900s i remember we got them at payless you know what i'm saying yeah. so i <laughs> i went to school and i tried out for the team but I, I was sliding across the gym i slid damn near out the gym into the lunchroom. it was so crazy <laughs> so i remember at going home asking my mom for some shoes and she was like boy i can't afford no shoes so the next day i went to school I didn't even go to practice that day, but um, they got, like, these telephone poles in Detroit, and people staple, like, job offers. And I remember they was like, "Um, you can make $50 a day um, delivering Detroit News and Free Press. That's the name of our paper where I'm from, my hometown, Detroit News and Free Press. So, I remember calling a number, and he picked me up at the school the next day. So, my little – I had a short-term goal. I'm 12 years old. I was like, all right, I'm just going to make this – I'm going to work this one day, yeah. make $50, go buy me some Converse or something, like some type of yeah. cheap basketball shoes and go back and stun them. I'm like, oh, yeah, what you going to say? Nah, I ain't across. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. anyway, at 12 years old, that's when I, like, I found the desire. I, like – fell in love with my job like we you know remember back in the day they got the paper boy the yeah. little red wagon yeah, and you delivering yeah. it to the address and i remember like yesterday i delivered the wrong paper we me and my coworker, we threw a paper to an address and a guy came out angry he was like the angry bird this back in like 90 something like the, yeah. the late 90s like 90 probably two 90 i don't know it was like 97 98. anyway make a long story short he came in like, what are you what are you doing? Why you keep throwing this paper on my porch? Um I canceled this subscription a year ago. Why y'all I said, sir, 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 don't beat me up. If, if, now I'm twelve years old, like yeah. and this is my mentality at like twelve. Like yeah. some like like I I used to like, fast forward to, like, when I turned, like, 18, 19, when I got into the cleaner, selling the cleaner, traveling salesman, I read a lot of books, but I was already thinking, like, these authors at, like, 12 years old, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, I remember Robert Kiyosaki said it, uh, for Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he yeah. said, salespeople yeah. ain't born, they made. Yeah. And I was, like, I think salespeople born, because I, like, for me to just come up with something, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, here it is that my job was a paperboy. And this guy came to the door like really offensive, you know what I'm saying, towards yeah. me and my co- my co-worker was ready to fight him, you know what I'm saying? But me, I looked at, you know what I'm saying, someone else trash is someone else church. I said, I can save this situation. Yeah. So I said, if two of your kids was playing and one broke the glass, you wanna spank both of them, right? He was like, No, I was like, We don't spank us, sir. Let me just call my stupid advisor and then he started busting out like, off of that one little joke. Yeah. Well, I upgraded him like Beyonce. So I made him buy <laughs> buy another year of supply. I mean another year of subscription, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so my A coworker was so fascinated that he went and told our um, supervisor for real, like, y'all you should make him a salesman. So, after that, the next day, they made me from a salesperson. You know what I mean? I went from a paperboy to a salesperson. One thing that I loved about that at 12 years old is that I had a set pay at delivering a paper for $50. You know what I mean? Like, I do that all day. I do that from, like, four, like it was, like, after school from, like, four to eight. You know what I'm saying? Them four or five hours, it's like I'm making, like, $10 an hour when I... They gave me the job as a salesman. It was like commission. But one thing I learned off of being a salesman at 12 years old that I know now, I took that same ingredients is that it ain't no ceiling over your income. You know what I'm saying? You can go to sleep broke, wake up to a million dollars. You can go from where to Rockefeller overnight. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just off of like your performance. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's one thing that I learned at 12 years old. I remember working at Burger King for like 15 minutes probably. I quit because I, I, and it wasn't that I quit because of my desire. It's just yeah. that I, I couldn't picture myself working the same job as someone else and he lazy he take more break than kitkats and he getting nine dollars an hour and i'm working my butt off and we both get the same pay and yeah. sales you get paid off whatever you put in that's what yeah. you get out you know what i yeah. mean so i learned that at like 12 years old and i just transformed that to when I turned, like, 19 and went out of town and started selling the cleaning product. You know what I'm saying? Like, people saw that video, and I already had that. You know what I'm saying? That was just something that you really can't teach. You can't teach people hunger and, you know what I'm saying, ambitious and, you know what I'm saying, dedication. You know, you couldn't teach that. Yeah. so i had to read a lot of books though to transform to get to that part to be stronger than the holy ghost you know what i mean because i had a lot of doors slam i had rude people uh, y- y'all go through the same stuff yeah. but with the difference between me that separated me from every other salesperson is that i fell in love with what i did at the yeah. time you know what i mean yeah, me like a lot of people didn't love what they do yeah. it was i had see the people that worked under me or besides me that i was beating every day they had the customers not only not buying from them But was criticizing their job Like you should find something else to do You should go get a nine to five Me on the other end I had people offer me another job You know what I'm saying yeah. You should come work for me Oh I like your You know what I mean yeah. That's when you know you're doing a good job You yeah. see what I'm saying no, sure. So that transpired yeah. before I went viral You know what I'm saying It was like God was like You know what I gotta show the world who this guy is Because yeah. he's so brilliant at what he do Maybe he can teach other people Yeah because it's funny that I worked for that company from, like, 2004 to, like, two thousand and 2016, 17. That's, like, 12, 13 years under my belt. Yeah. So I did done seen uh, – like I'm pretty sure it's y'all, too. You know what I'm saying? Jesus didn't sell everybody. But I'm pretty sure you done hired and fired people or people didn't quit. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody
1: – You could sell everybody but a dead body. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay.
2: But, you know, one thing that everybody not a salesperson. If everybody was a salesperson, we wouldn't have a doctor. Yeah, 100%. We wouldn't have teachers. We wouldn't have a firefighter. You know what I'm saying? We wouldn't have – you know, uh, you know, whatever they, you know, occupation is. But anybody can be a salesperson, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's just just that it's easy, it's simple.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I tell a lot of people this is, you know, you see... You know, you see people like, the best reference I can say is like doctors, you know, you see doctors making, you know, or oral surgeons, whatever, making, you know, 250,000 a year and then you see, you see other ones, exact same oral surgeon, you know, different person doing the same job, making a million dollars a year, right? You see like LeBron James making 25, 30 million a year and then you see other players making league minimum a million a year, right? And it's, it's uh, you know, you see door knockers making paycheck to paycheck and you see other door knockers making millions of dollars a year, right? And it, and it really, it really comes down to, you know, your work ethic and your desire to go out there and succeed. So, um, you know, it's huge. It's like, and like you said, there's, you know, there's certain physical attributes that you need to be maybe a, a, a sports player or anything like that. Um, but with door to door, anyone can do it really. It just comes down to like your work ethic, your desire to go
2: out there and make it happen. Yeah. The fun is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of people, they take the fun out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like me, I just made it look easy because I never treated it like a job. Yeah. I just treated like a venture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I was little, I used to just love it. I'm from the inner city and I can go to Royal Oak. You know what I'm saying? I can go to Mount Clemens, Novi, mm-hmm. Ann Arbor and talk to the smartest people in the world yeah. and pick their brain. Yeah. That's why I told people in my original video, I said that this should be in college taught. You know what I mean? Because I learned so much stuff that I never learned in school. Yeah. I got my kids right now reading Rich Dead, Poor Dead, Think and Grow Rich, You Know How to Wear Friends and Influence People. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it help you with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Some people die at the age of 18. They don't get buried till they 70 because they don't know they self. They passed away a long time ago mentally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So these books helped you out. So I, I feel like a lot of these books helped me, but also I wanted to do it. You know what I'm saying? And nobody ain't about to make me do it because if you make me do it, I'm not going to really be inspired. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm. No, 100%. Yeah. So yeah, so so what, so what led, so, so I kind of get your like, kind of what led you up to that, but how did that transpire of that video that, that, that went uh, viral? How, you know, how how did that happen, right? It where, where this, was this? This is where, the most really
2: hilarious at? thing. This happened in um Okay, so where I went viral um was in California. But yeah. before I went viral, I had got kidnapped by some Indians. And when people look, they were like, the black kid got kidnapped by Indians? They like 30% black. Well, you know what I mean? So yeah, but no, actually that's what true story. Not those Indians with the dots, not like oh. Gandhi. No, I'm talking about like the <laughs> Cherokee, yeah, yeah, Native, yeah, feather, those. Feather, right. Yeah. I was on the Indian reservation, and I always say I got to give him a shout out. Shout out to Chris mines He was one of my coworkers, but he worked Indian reservation before me, yeah. and he came in because you know in sales, like I we when I was knocking door to door, we had got paid three three different ways. We got paid off of bets, bonuses, and commission. So we got paid off a of sliding commission scale that ranges from um twenty-five to fifty percent. That's why I say it ranges from warefair to Rockefeller. It depends on your sales. You know what I mean? So it started off at twenty-five percent to fifty percent. It just depends on how many sales you have at the end of the week. Then we got paid off bonuses like the most sales they give you like accolades you know what I'm saying? Like you can win like money money bonuses or like gifts, you know what I'm saying? Like clothes or you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whatever, you know, they just had bonuses up, and then like swag. You got, Josh was yeah, doing swag. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and then they had other bonuses. Like, um, I mean, they had the other. The last one was bets. Like, you can bet other salespeople because you know sales is competition. Yeah. Everybody feel like they can be the best. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's lonely at the top. So you know, but anyway, to make a long story short, this guy came in. I was like the top salesperson. Like, that's what I was trying to say. Like to rewind. Like I did sales when I never told you. Like when I was um twelve years old, I. My goal was to sell, to make fifty dollars, boom, and then you know, get them shoes get the and shoes then and just go. quit. But when the next day when they made me a salesman, I made like two, three hundred dollars that first week. I was making more money than my family. You know what I'm saying? I'm twelve years old, so I was like, damn. Forget them shoes. I'm paying rent now. I'm getting phones now. You know what I'm saying? I'm de- like, I'm upgrading like Beyonce. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm falling. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it now. You know what I'm saying? Like McDonald's. Yeah. So He's <laughs> silly. So <laughs> um, after that, I did that from like 12 to 14. Then like around 14, 15 like 14 and a half, 15 years old, I grew like another four or five inches. So I went from like five, seven to like six, one, six, two. You know what I'm saying? So I had a growth spurt. So that's when I was like, oh, I really got to play basketball now because I still was getting in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I wasn't working every day. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was, do, I was getting in trouble, so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna stay occupied with basketball." Now, so I played basketball up to until I was like 19, 18. When my grandmother passed away, that's when I went out of town and started selling the cleaning product that y'all saw in the video. Yeah. So anyway, I did that round. I, I went to the company like 2004, right? I was yeah. like 19, 18, and then 2009, I had got kidnapped by some Indians, right? Exactly. So I, yeah, so I was. We traveled state to state. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We was going to state to state. Like in van. Yeah, like a fifteen passenger van, twelve passenger van, something like that. We yeah, we used to go. We 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 travel like we would work one area. We would go one state. If if we doing good, we would stay there for a couple of months. If we doing terrible, we you know what I'm saying. We on to the next one, like Jay Z. So anyway, so we we was going state to state. Anyway, um, so I was like that. That happened in like 2004 when I went there. I I was, like, top salesperson, like, five years straight. So, 2009, I had a lot of people that was trying to, like, take my head off. Like, we got to beat this guy, you know what I'm saying? So, anyway, this guy, Chris mine, he had worked the Indian Reservation. Now, bear in mind, people never said anything to me because I was, like, so humble with sales. I was just like the quiet assassin. Like, you don't know if I got one or 51 sales, you know what I'm saying? Because I had the same attitude if I had a bad day or a good day, you know what I'm saying? So, anyway... He came in cocky I was like oh yeah He must Cause he was like How many sales you got You know what I'm saying So I was like Oh you must have had a good day And he was like Yeah I had 42 And I gave D-Lo This one salesman. he said he gave him Like 12 sales So he still had So not only did he beat me But he gave somebody else Some sales And still beat me I was pissed off Like I had like 28 sales But that, that my Like ego You know when you like a great salesperson, you know what I'm saying? What's good when great is better? You know what I'm saying? These yeah. was average salesperson. Well, he wasn't really average. He was a good hot shot. He was a good great salesperson, too. It's just that consistency, you know, is the key. And I was the most consistent salesperson. Like, like I was like the Jay-Z back in the day of sales. Like, Or I was the Drake right now of sales. You know what I'm saying? You see how they, they run a laps over people. Mm-hmm. People yeah. can not really touch them. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, to make a long story short, he beat me that one day. So in a meeting I raised, man, I was like, I bet you – I think it was like 100. We had like an easy bet. It was like a 100 or 200 bucks. It was like a friendly bet. I was like, I bet you not only I'ma go to the neighborhood you work, but I'ma double your sales. Now bear in mind, this dude, Chris Amon, he looked it like he was Spanish, right? But he was half Indian and half, uh, I think, white or something. I don't know. I know he had Indian in him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he went to an Indian reservation with his people, basically. He sold, like, his people. And, like, uh, I don't know if you know about Indian Reservation. They pay you cash because they get, money, like, free money, down there for the casinos. You know what I mean? So, anyway, when I went over there, the first door I knocked on, dude came out with a gun. Like, I, I knocked the door. Like, matter of fact, I was going to the door. He come outside and saw me and went back in and, and pulled out a gun. Like, he was like, get off my property before I blow your head off. I said, all right, God bless you. Jesus didn't sell everybody We gonna see around like a donut That's all I That was my favorite line When people be rude to I don't care yeah. what Cause I seen a lot of guns I'm from Detroit That ain't gonna scare me You know what I'm saying mm. Like, And plus I was like Mentally prepared You know what I'm saying Like this is the price I pay For the life I chose I knew this before I knocked on the door Then we used to always say prayers anyway So I know God got me I ain't doing nothing wrong You know what I mean yeah. So I hit him with that And I left his property As I leave his property The dude followed me right It's like he walked out of his yard And he following me now. So now I jump on the phone And call my manager Like but my manager, he knew that I was a type of salesperson. I never called him for anything. So I don't know if you heard the story of the boy, Kyle Wolf. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it was like one of those situations when I called him. He just started laughing, like, man, you was just in a meeting selling Wolf tickets, and dang, Chris got you scared. They must be getting you together. I said, nope. I, back in the day, they didn't have FaceTime. I wish they had a FaceTime. Yeah. Back then, they only had Black Time. Like, <laughs> if I try to face you, you're just going to see Black. Mm-hmm. We had, like, Blackberry, yeah. Burberry phones. i ain't had none of that. They ain't <laughs> had no, like, Instagram. You know what I'm saying? It's like 2009. Anyway, make a long story short. So, boom. He laughing at me He like man I, I still got some of your agents In the car Let me drop them off And I'll be over there I said bro By the time you be over here My brain's gonna be blew out I was like but take your time bro. Take your time <laughs> He was like well If you feel that way Just call the police And we keep following you So boom I jumped off the phone I guess the guy must have i was on the phone with the police because he went back to his house after that so i get off the phone so right across the street from his house it's like like on this side of the street it's like houses but on the other side it was like a school so i was like let me go by the school because i seen kids out like recess they was like playing i'm like let me walk towards the school because if he come back out here tripping i know he ain't about to blow my brains out front of no kids you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. teachers and stuff so i started walking by the school but this lady came out she came out and i guess she must have saw me and ran back in the house but she left her door open, so I ran over there real quick. I said, let me go over here in case, you know what I'm saying? So I knocked on her door, because her door was still open. She had one of those, like, Friday at the next screen doors. You mm-hmm. know, like in California, yeah. they got the screens that's yeah. black. Like, yeah. you can see. Yeah, yeah they can they see can you, see but it. you can't, you right. Yeah. She had one of those. So I bang on the little, and when you hit it, it sound like staticky, you know what I'm saying? Like, she had, y'all know about this type of door. So I'm banging on the door like I'm at a liquor store. So you know what I'm saying? She had one of those liquor store doors, so anyway. She come to the door with her little stick. Now kind of find out she was blind. I didn't even know she was blind. I thought she had a stick for me. I'm like, Oh yeah. Cause see, you know how it is. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. when you in a neighborhood, you, your perception is your reality. Some yeah, it sometimes could yeah. be the gift and the curse. But anyway, so she come to the door with her stick. I was like, Don't shoot, just a chocolate kid. She was like, wait, is you dark chocolate or light chocolate? I'm like, what the hell? This a chocolate contest? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm dark chocolate. She was like, Wait, you African America? I was like, Yes. She was like, Oh my God, what are you doing in this neighborhood? I'm surprised my nephews ain't running to you because they will hurt you. Cause yesterday, they um she said something about like they in an Indian gang, and yesterday they father got murdered by African America. So oh. she was like, So, so as soon as she said that, I'm thinking in the back of my mind, I'm like, either this is the gang I just ran into or that was one of your nephews. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I Right then and there I Like I just paused And then she was like She was like Come in real So she invited me In her house And I'm like So she oh, With her stick Like walking real slow I'm trying to I'm about to bump her To get in the house And I'm like Oh As like, soon as I hear that I'm like I gotta get away So they won't see me You know what I mean So I go in her house and then she was like, can you do me a favor? I was like, what? She was like, what are you trying to do? She was like, you selling? I was like, yeah, I'm selling good. So I got back in sales mode. You know how that is. I, I forgot totally about what she said. I was like, I thought you never asked. Hold mm-hmm. this, watch this. I started pitching. All right, she was like, no, no, no. She was like, how many bottles you got in your bag? And I was like, I got four bottles. She was like, can you promise me one thing? I was like, well, she was like, if I buy these four bottles, can you have someone come pick you up? Because I don't want nothing to happen with you. I was like, sure. So I called my manager back. I was like, Are right, you got to come pick me up Nah. I empty my bag. You, you can talk to this lady. I told you they over here tripping, boom, boom. He was like, I'm like five minutes away. So like five, like five, ten minutes go by. He called me back like he in front of the house. So when I come outside, he's pulling like he like. With that microwave it Like, I come outside. Yeah. So, I'm coming out the gate. I'm, like, right here in front of her house. He pulling up. They, like, before he even get to me, they cut me off. It's, like, four or five four-wheelers just surround me, like, in a circle. Like, I'm right here. They surrounding me. I'm watching him turn around. Like, as soon as he see them, he bust the bitch. Like, yeah, he like turned it, like around. It. Excuse me, but he. Went the other way You know what I'm saying He turned And I'm looking like So right then and there they, The dude jump off like A four wheeler With like a last set of the Mohegan Like acts like a look, A knife or something he was like Didn't I tell you to get Get out of my neighborhood You thought we was He's like my brother About to pull up in a A brown native pride truck You don't get in I'm gonna blow your head off Right then and there I was right like I was about to actually, like, because as soon as he said that his brother, like, like, a brown truck pulled up, and the dude let down his window, he had, like, a, a rifle. He was like, get in right now. For and I was about to get in the car. I swear I started crying and everything. Like, I'm right, right, like, right, right, like, about to walk to the car. I'm walking to the truck, and, like, an unmarked police car just happened to, like, out of nowhere, like, just rescue me. No way. I swear to God. Like, true story. So, anyway. So, what did the cop do? No, that's what I'm about to tell you. So when he came, they scattered. Like as soon as he came with the sirens and stuff, he's like an unmarked police car. He ain't had like he he's like one of those unmarked. But he they knew that was a police. I knew it was because I saw the sirens, the red and blue lights. So as soon as he came towards me, they just start. Like one thing about Indian reservation, it looked like the ghetto. They got like yeah. like broken windows and diapers out, and it's just like looked like the ghetto. But they got like little. They had like little like. How can I put it? They had like they own like. Dugouts like where they can like get away, you know what I'm saying? Cause they all yeah. scattered. They went through like d- ditches and like through houses <laughs> like on you know what I'm saying? Just yeah, they just scattered like Joe's apartment. And and the car the, the cop car just came to me and then he got called back up. He's like, Hey, we need we need other day to get away, and then they had helicopters and everything. So he did it look, this happened around like twelve o'clock in the afternoon. They didn't find them till like seven o'clock in the evening. Like all of those guys, so I'm just with the cop riding around, and he finally took me to the police station. Like after I did a police report, cause he was I, I I was crying, and I was like, I can't believe, and, I, and and what's crazy is that I thought like someone caught him. I thought either the old lady I just saw caught him or the kids at the school. I was like, did someone just call? He was like, no, I happen to monitor this area because we've been getting a lot of crime, and like for the last couple of days, there has yeah. been murders and kidnapping and all that. And I was like, oh yeah, they was gonna they was gonna get me together. So anyway, mm-hmm. he took me to the station, I had to do like a uh, police report, then I had to do a standing lineup, like I had to point the people out. But I don't remember all, I just remember the dude that told me to get in the truck, and I remember the dude that pulled a gun out on me, and the one that jumped off the bike with the knife, that was the same dude that pulled a gun on me, kind of find out them was the brothers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that, that that's how that went. So anyway. So I pointed them out, boom. Then when I pointed them out, that's when he told me like, oh yeah, they they got a a record, a long record. Like, you know what I'm saying? They, They was wanted, you know what I'm saying? Like for other stuff, you know what I mean? So anyway. So he, left, he released me by like seven thirty eight 8 o'clock at night. So I get back. I go to the van because now they outside waiting on me. Y'all went and snapped. And I was like, I can't believe y'all just turned around. Y'all seeing these dudes. They dipped out Yeah, like, y'all was about yeah. to leave me there for dead just over a bottle of cleaner. Y'all got me twisted. <laughs> I was like, I quit. You know what I am saying? I was like, y'all got to get me back home. So they end up flying me back to uh, Detroit. So this happened like in... November, it was like right before Thanksgiving. This was like November 2009. I remember like yesterday because it's gonna live with me for the rest of my life, you know what I'm saying? This is like it's 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 I'm making it like a reality show or a TV show now, like you know what I'm saying? I've been writing this whole so I know it like the back of my hand. So, anyway, this happened like November 2009. So, I go back to Detroit, boom. So, it's 2010 now. I done spent Thanksgiving, Christmas, my birthday, you know what I'm saying? Martin Luther King Day, It like I done spent January now, it's February, it's like at the um, Valentine's Day, it's 20, t- um, 2010, you know what I'm saying, they sent me a subpoena in the mail to go back to testify against these dudes, you know what I'm saying, oh, yeah. Yeah. so I'm like, I, I'm telling them, I'm like, I don't want to go, you know what I'm saying, she's like, you gotta go, because I know if you don't go, if they serve you a subpoena, if you don't go, you can get in trouble, you know what yeah. I'm saying, so I had to go, so they flew me back all the way to California, so they picked me up from the airport, so... This one I knew it was real It was a real situation Because as soon as I get off the plane And I get like to get my baggage claim It's a dude with a suit on Holding a sign saying Kenny Brooks I'm like what the hell? So they had, like, they had like secret serving people with suits on. They picked Damn. me up and like, they picked me in like tinted car. They had me like in a witness I felt like 6'9", back when it wasn't six 6'9", you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they picked me up and they got me like, they they got me like in a secret location. They got like, they, they, it was crazy. Yeah. So they, that was at night. They, they picked me up like on a like Sunday night and I had court that Monday morning, at like eight o'clock. So we had to go through meditex, everything. So they escorted me up to the courtroom. So before I go to the courtroom, I'm like, man, I got to use a restroom. So I go in a restroom, as soon as I walk in the restroom, this big Indian Do he walking out He was like Hey you motherfucker And he went like this As soon as he went like that Towards me I turned around And took off Like I didn't even I just ran past him I was like Hey, you gotta get me out of here, this dude trying to kill me. They looking and stuff. But by that time I done ran, like I, I ran down the back stairs. Like you can either go th- to the uh the um the elevator or you yeah. can go down, you know, the exit stairs. Yeah. I went down the exit stairs, like flew past them in there. So they didn't went in the bathroom. I don't know where they went at that because I went down the stairs, went out the door, boom, and then I had went. it was like a gas station, like right across the street from I done went behind the gas station. I mean, and I and I um I started banging on the back door, like the, yeah. the back door that you know, they got the back door where they take the trash out, and I bang on the I was like, "Please, you gotta help me. Can you help? Can you get the phone call to police?" They're like, "What's going on?" So then they end up calling. They let me use the phone to call my mother. So I called my mom real quick. I was like, "I told you this was a setup. You gotta get me back home." She's like, "What did you talk?" I said, "This dude, this big Indian dude, he just threatened me. Tomorrow you gonna slip my throat." She's like, "What?" She's like, "Why you ain't called?" I said, they set me up?" I'm like, "This out there." I'm like, "They just said, You know what I'm saying? So she, I was like, "You gotta get me back." She was like, "I don't got no money, boy, to get you back home." She was like, "You better." She's like, "You in California?" I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "That company's still out there. Call that company and tell them what." just happened you was a like top salesman for like five years they can get you back home so I end up calling them right I'm like yeah. I called them. I was like look y'all I was like look I don't even I haven't even talked to y'all in months but when I need you I need you I was like look I was your top salesperson for years I said I need important I was like can y'all get me back home I'm stranded in California I told them my situation like how I went to court and they sent me a subpoena and I'm stranded they was like so they they hung up and they called me back and like, well, I called them back and like five days, like, let me call you back and because I called my manager. I still had his number, the car handler dude. So anyway, he called me back with the owner of the phone. Like he called me back with the owner and he was like, um oh. he was like, Yeah, the owner said two things. He said that he just we just looked up you a greyhound to get from California, to Detroit. It's gonna be like three days on a Greyhound, which I already knew because I took a greyhound to get mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He was like, And your ticket like two hundred and eighty dollars, yeah. three hundred bucks. He was like, We can just pay for that. He was like, "But you are we gonna have to drop you off at the Greyhound. You are gonna be there all day." They was like, "Or we can get you a flight. It's about five, six hundred bucks. But you gonna have to go to work today. We can put you in a safe neighborhood, and you we can use half of your commission. We can use like your commission for your sales today to pay for half of your flight. You know what I'm saying? Because they said they only could cover half of my flight. You know what I mean? So I was like." I started to just do the Greyhound, but I thought about it. I said, if this dude knew who I if he just, if I just walked in the courtroom and he knew who I was, they probably know where I'm at right now. I'm not even about the chance to, to go wait in a Greyhound no. for 12, 13 hours and then be on there for three. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? All right, I'm going to do it. This one decision that I made changed in my life. Uh, right. That's why you know me right now. So anyway, this is how this went. So they came and picked me up, and this is what I say to anybody that Ever have a dream or out there that's going through adversity or anything, just never give up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I could have easily quit and got on that Greyhound for three days, and I like probably be this ordinary kid that yeah. you don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Or I probably something could have happened to me in Detroit. I don't know, but me making that decision, I was like, you know what? No guts, no glory. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, uh, boom. So they came and picked me up. They dropped me off in Tarzana. I don't know if you're familiar yeah, with Tarzana. in yeah, yeah, yeah. like. They dropped me off in the neighborhood of Tarzana. It's like a, it. exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I knock on a couple doors, boom, out there. They real arrogant, though. They got money, but they arrogant. You know, y'all know how door to door is in California. They don't play no game. I seen more door, I seen more slams than Kobe back in the day. <laughs> they would just slam, slam, slam. I'm like, I started going to get a basketball drill, you know, I'm just <laughs> like, but they would just slam on the door, slam, slam, slam. So, anyway, the, I, I didn't give up, though. I knocked on like 15 doors. They slammed, they just slam, 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 slam. But I'm so positive because I'm like, this is a sign, you know what I'm saying. This is maybe this is the sales guy trying to see if I'm hanging there like shingles and overcome all of this because I got a big reward, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So slam, slam, slam. I'm still getting slammed. I'm still staying positive. It took me to a point that not only did I get door slammed, I pulled out like a, uh, I forgot, I pulled out some book and read like a quote, yeah. the greatest salesman in the world, the Book of Mormon. No, I I got a lot of those in Idaho, yeah. though. In Utah, <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of those. I, I I I done read some of those too, all the way Neha, Leafow, yeah, Joseph yeah. Smith, yeah. So, but anyway, I, I I know about yeah. Anyway, so but I pulled out uh the augmentingo book and the one of the scrolls was uh today I will greet this day with love in my heart. So I read that, that scroll one time, boom, I was back energetic, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, going door to door, some people can you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can be going out there and you can get mentally drained. Yeah. So, I, boom, I got back energetic. So I knock on the one dude door, boom, coolest guy on the block. He just was open-minded. He came to the door, gave me a chance, like, monopoly. He's like, what do you say? I said, I thought you never asked, boom, boom, boom. Beat his head in, like, with personality. He was like, "I got a spot for you. If you clean this spot out by." He had like a spot on his car. So cart. this is
0: where this is where it went viral. This no, this
2: is, is the moment yeah. before it went viral. Yeah. This is where the whole turnaround, everything happened, yeah. right? So I go in this house. I'm about to clean the spot, right? And I some, I some told me to look up. So I'm paying attention in this house because he he got marble everything. It's something like this, you know what I mean? And I see him pictures with. Like a lot of Lakers, you know what I'm saying? I seen them pictures with Shaq, Kobe, James Worthy, Kareem, you know what I'm saying, Magic Johnson. He got pictures with old Lakers and up to day Lakers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm like, dang. I was like, you must be a doctor. He was like, How did you know? I was like, Well, you got a lot of patients. He was like, Oh, that's funny. He's like, No, I used to be the doc the Lakers doctor. You know, like when they get injured, he used yeah. to be their day doctor, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I do their physical and let them know yeah. what if they told their acl and all that. And then I was like, dang, that's crazy. So that was step one. So he bought a bottle, right? He was like you ever thought about doing stand-up comedy i was like yeah i was like this is, i was like that's my um my goal this is a vehicle that's driving me to my success and i just told him like you know they said if you can go to someone door that you never met before and make them laugh with your sense of humor you won't be afraid to perform in front of an audience so this is just a stepping stone to help me with my people skills you yeah. know what i mean he was like that's funny you said that you know who jamie Foxx is i was like yeah he was just like you know he's still across the street right i'm like what as soon as he said that like my whole heart i forgot i was a salesman like, it was like Captain save excuse me, but I, I, I dropped, I ran, I was like, all right, so I sold him a bottle, like, I forgot I even sold him, like, I, I just ran out of his house, he's like, wait, you leaving your spray and all that, so I <laughs> done down there left my stuff, so I'm running over there, but, like, he gave me my stuff back, I run over there to Jamie Foxx's house, but he got, like, a gate, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I pressed the little button, like, on the intercom, nobody answered, so I'm going to the next house, the next house, right next door to him, is the lady that filmed me, that viral video that y'all seen, That's the next door to Jamie Foxx. So anyway, I'm on my way to that house. And i see like a brown two-tone maybach you know like the, yeah. this is like back in the day they had the Maybachs where it was like light brown and dark brown i see that pulling in the gate i'm like oh so i'm like at in front of her house so i turn back around you know what i mean to run back to his house but by this time he already in the gate but he had one of those gates like the sensor like if your like the gate was closing but my body must have it must have read my body and it started opening back up you know what i'm saying he had one of those sensors like from your body so it start opening back up so I'm walking, I'm like, oh shit, I'm about to sell Jamie Foxx, <laughs> I guess he must have heard me on his intercom, because he started talking, he was like, wait, wait, no trespasser what are you doing, I was like, alright, COD, he was like, alright, one second, so he closed the gate back up, and he went and parked in his garage, and he came back like on a golf cart, and I'm looking, I'm like, <laughs> his house was like, he his ho- he had like a guest house, a garage, and his house yeah. was like, a, like far, you know how to, how to so... I'm seeing him driving up, I'm like, he got some big old ears just sticking. I'm like, dang, it's really Jamie Foxx, you know what I'm saying? So he pull up, you know what I'm saying? And he must have seen my spray bottle. He was like, wait, 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 you, you trying to sell me something? I thought you said COD. I was like, yeah, come on down. And then he started busting out laughing. He was like, not only is you funny, you funny looking. Then he started talking about my teeth and stuff. Then we just started roasting each Like we met each other by like capping, like roasting on each other yeah, like yeah. Jonah. And then I said like one funny, I forgot the line I said, but I said something so funny that he was like, you know what? I like you, I like your ambitious personality. He's like, come in, you remind me of myself. He's like, you know, I used to be a shoe salesman, right? I was like, what? Then he just started telling me these stories, like how he like, he before he made it in stand-up, he said he used to be a salesman. He said the same person that didn't buy his shoes from him, he turned them down. That was the same person that gave him an audition to do in Living Color. That's how he started his break. Then he also told me that he was, he wanted to, he was like, he just kept on telling me, like, whatever you do, look, you got it, you got it, just don't give up, and I just started crying right there, I was like, man, you just don't even know what just happened before, I, I wasn't even supposed to meet you, you know what I'm saying, I just yeah. told him, I was like, man, I, I'm, I was like, right before I met you, I just got kidnapped by some Indians. he was like, what you doing at 7-Eleven, he started cracking <laughs> jokes and everything, and then we just started chopping up, he was like, look, let me tell you how, like, believing in yourself change, uh, will change your life, he was like, my real name, not even Jamie, he was like, he was like, I wanted to be a, a comedian so bad and impress the world that I used to go to open mics out here in LA. He was like and he was like, I I used to go to comedy store, laugh factory, all that like, he was like, and they was so back in the day, they was women chauvinist so bad that they'd picked the women, even if they weren't funny over the men, that I had changed my name to Jamie. I put Jamie on the thing and they thought it was a lady coming to the stage and it'd be me playing Wanda. That's like how he blew, I swear to God. So when he told me that, I was like, wow, you know what I'm saying? And then he ended up buying, he's like, well, I gotta go, I gotta go. He's like, but I'm gonna buy from you. he introduced me to a stepdad, told me how he was adopted. He from this small town in Texas, like Terrell, Texas. I remember like yesterday. Then so right when I was about to leave, he was like, Yeah, well look, I gotta go back being a slave. That's when he like he was on break from doing that movie The Django. That's how long it was. Remember that oh, movie yeah, The Django? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how long it was. So then after that, he bought like two bottles from me, he signed the bottles, and then he went he, he he didn't leave he, he like let me out mm-hmm. so i'm going to the next door as soon as i get to the door the cameras lights action i am be quick like next to be like that's her name, yeah. so. you know yeah, that's yeah. how that happened so i'm thinking like dang this dude just made my break you know what i'm saying he yeah. just gave me my first break because i'm like i just sold jamie fox he just told me how yeah. he made his break then i just go viral next door to him you know what i'm saying yeah. but come to find out it wasn't like that this lady thought i was trying to break in jamie Foxx's house and that's how she ended up, like, recording me, you know what I'm saying? So that's how that went. Yeah, As yeah.
0: white people, man. Yeah, that's crazy, man. So, yeah, man, I mean, that, that that's that's absolutely nuts. I mean, that's, you know, just going from, you know, those struggles, the, the hard work, you know, everything. And, you know, not sure what you want to do and to just, you know, sticking with it and, and getting through that grind and then, you know, getting on top. So. I mean, I, I remember when I was selling uh, alarm systems you know, way back in the day. And, and I remember doing a correlation in front of all my guys. We have these meetings at like 12, 11, 10 o'clock, whatever time it was. And we, we, I think of like motivational you know, videos, things to, to show them, you know, just to get them going. And, and I remember like someone sent me the link of your video like a long time ago. And I showed that to my guys. I'm like, dude, this is, you know, if you guys go through the market, you got to kind of bring this up and, and talk about this type of stuff. And it kind of it motivated our guys that day. I remember like 10, 15, whenever that was, long, a decade ago. Ago, over a decade ago. So, um, you know, I, I, think that's, that's huge, bro. And, and, um, you know, it's, it, that's what, that's what advances you in life, bro. And keeps you going. So, um, you know, that, that's huge. And, you know, with me, I, I come from a, a door-to-door background. So I have something not like with, with what you do, but like, you know, when I graduated high school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And, you know, I, I, I didn't go to college. My family all went to college and I just, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And, um, you know, I went out for the summer, Cleveland, Ohio. I'm from Utah, <laughs> right. it, it, you know, Columbus, Ohio, Cleveland, and went out there and, and, and knocked on doors. And, you know, it was a, you know, di- di- different type of, different type of uh, uh, atmosphere than what I'm used to and, you know, went out there and, 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 and grinded and, and, uh, went out for the full summer and made some great money. And, you know, I almost quit a few times and, you know, that was, you know, that, that was part of the, the same struggle. I had the struggle and, you know, not one to stick with it. And, um, I'm sure Danny, you know, you, you have the same type of it's, stuff.
1: Yeah. It's funny that, you know, Kenny talked about this earlier, but, and before I dive into what I was going to say is, is people think they can cheat like the business world, the foundations of running a business is sales. Right. And people think they can just skip that step and go into management and leadership. But if you don't learn it from the bottom up, people aren't going to listen to you and they're not going to trust you. And so that's the thing is, is, is if you're watching this right now and you're, you're going through these trials and tribulations, perfect example is Kenny mentioned it, it's the sales gods. And there is such a thing as sales gods. And what they do is they watch your behaviors and, and they see you when you're not working and they see you when you go out and do it. So Kenny could have easily given up in that situation with the Indians. Anybody could have. But he didn't and he was in L.A. and he was put in that area for a reason and look what happened because of it. It was the perfect example of every situation where anyone watching and listening to that story would have given up, scared for their lives. Hey, this isn't for me. I'm going to quit. And then, boom, gone and done their own thing. But he did and he stuck with it and then gets rewarded from it. And people don't realize that in life the most rewarding things are uphill, And any challenges and turbulations are going to leave you with something more than you thought you were going to get. Thicker skin. Thicker skin.
0: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I I mean... Yeah, hundred percent. And yeah, it, it, it's just about you know you can't you can't cheat it, you can't trick it. You got to put in the work, you got to put in the time, you got to put in the effort. And you know I'm I'm you know financially very successful where I am today because I I can I I, I continue to knock on doors. I didn't stop, I didn't cheat anything. I went through, the, I didn't just go through the motions. I was out there to make a statement, to make it happen. You know I, I'm you know I've been doing it for 18 years, and um, you know continuing to grind, go out with the guys, and you know it, you, you got to start somewhere, and you just got to stick with it. And if you continue to stick with it and put in the work and the time and the effort you'll make great money and you know it's it's you know there's people out there I always say this I've said it earlier but there's people out there living paycheck to paycheck selling alarms or selling solar whatever and then there's people making millions of dollars doing the exact same thing and it's all about mindset and 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 just sticking with it putting one foot ahead of the other and just creating good habits and those habits lead to bigger habits that are greater habits that create more success and so you know that's the thing that that, that's been successful with me same thing with you and you know Danny I mean you, you give you know you're story a little bit It's kind of similar right
1: yeah and I mean that that's the one thing is people what you find in sales just like in life is going through the motions and I think that's the biggest thing is people think that because they're on the doors that they're doing sales that they're doing something productive but if you're not out there to get a deal you're just wasting your time and so it's the same with any industry is you're going to have guys that are coasting and guys that are trying to make a, make a statement. And that's one thing I love about Josh is I've been working with Josh for, I think almost like 10 years now, um, on and off. And the, the fact that when he goes out there, he's out there to get a deal. It's not just to go through the motions. It's not to look cool. It's not to be, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm on the doors for the guys, just do it for the guys. No, he's yeah. there to prove a point. And I've shouted with him and I've sold with him for a long time. And it's incredible. The fact that this little rascal just goes through and just literally just slams doors like crazy. Like dude works than me there's very few guys there's very few guys that do that and and josh is one of them and you know and i'm sure you have testaments too is you know especially with you know selling lower ticket items for 40 50 bucks you don't if you don't sell a shiz ton of those you're not making any money Yeah. yeah i mean what's what's crazy
0: with me is i remember like back in you know
1: 2005 2006
0: 2007 knocking doors and you know we would go out for the summer um you know to make you know 80 to 100 thousand dollars, but that was like the top echelon of people that could that could really make a lot of money. And you had to go out there and, and grind Monday through Saturday, like 9, 10, 11, 12 hours, and stick with it every single day for five, you know four, five, six months. And you know it's it, it during the summer back east, like, it's humid, it's hot, you're sweating. Like you know same neighborhood, you're in Midwest, and it's a grind, and it's not easy. People slamming the doors on your face, they don't care who you are, or where you come from. You know they don't want to they, they don't want to talk, they don't want to talk, and you got to get through that. And you know I remember. I remember you know doing that back in the day you know it was crazy you know and and you know i remember multiple times almost quitting and you know but then i just what led to my success where i am today it's building those habits and sticking with it, and and, and and setting goals and expectations, and you know thinking what you want out of life, right? And right. and it motivates you to keep going. And you know, I remember you know making a hundred thousand dollars when I was twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, and you know buying a nice house, and you know leading up to the habits to where I am today. Um, but you know the opportunities now today, what you can get with like Instagram, Facebook, all, all these things, like TikTok, you you can just make easy, quick money, right? But you know people don't see the the the, the time and the effort and the hard work people put in to get that success. They see, you know, people making quick money hitting the lottery and, you know, it just doesn't work. And a lot of people that do hit the lottery, right, they go broke, right, right? They just because they don't know what it takes to get the money and that their habits to earn that, right, and that's why they lose it. And with, with uh, you know, door to door, it's crazy, you know, especially the industry that I've pivoted toward in, in solar. You know, I own a, a solar company, Titanium Solar, um, you know, and, and I've got guys, like, I, I got a guy you know, three months ago that made, uh, f- uh $45,000. And last month he made $55,000 this month. He's on pace to make $62,000. And dude, I-, I could never do that. It- that took me a, a half. a Yeah,
1: bro. It like was that. impossible. Like it's insane with the back. dude. Yeah. I started in 08 and it's like, we were making $300 a deal. And so you'd have to go out and sell if you're lucky yeah. in deductions. And I mean, I love deductions. You can ask Josh, but yeah. it's the fact that you go out there and you're selling all summer long and you're making 50, 60,000 bucks. That's a home run. Now you're getting that in a month. I mean, it's, it's freaking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And, what what and and what have you noticed too? I mean, obviously, with the with the future of door to door, like, bro, you were selling fifty bucks commission, two hundred with us. Like, what do you see the future? I mean, I'm sure you get this asked a lot, but what do you think the future of door to door is? Do you think with this internet marketing and these guys doing NFTs
2: and stuff like that, do you see door to door virtual like? Yeah, see, like I did my research on door to door. You know what I mean? Like door to door is like the legacy. It's like. It was to the point that like i was real i was rubbing shoulders with the president of the national field selling association mm. if you know about door to door you gotta they have like meetings to make sure that you're doing the right thing in neighborhoods you know what i'm yeah. saying like one thing i taught like if you enter this neighborhood and this neighborhood was better without you entering that neighborhood you should leave that neighborhood the same it was when you leave it you okay. know what i'm saying That's, yeah or be- you know what i mean yeah. but i say that to say this is that like It was a breath of fresh air back in the 70s, 60s, 80s when they had Fuller Brush. You know what I'm saying? When they had, like, Rainbow Kirby's. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, you got so many diluted companies that'll make other companies look bad. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? But I know one thing for sure and two things for certain. Like, the number one thing, and I'm not just saying that because we have an interview or a podcast with Solar. But from what my understanding, like, Solar, like... Yeah. Everybody I talk to that's in Solar, they're making a killing without a yeah. machine gun, you know what yeah, I'm saying? I just crazy. talked to one of my friends, like, he's, he's like, he used one of my jokes, you know what I'm saying? And he, like, he had ended up hitting me up, like, he had, like, cashed at me out of nowhere. Like, he, yeah. I, I was like, what's this for? He's like, bro, remember that joke you said with the no soliciting? He was like, I used that, and I made, he made a $90,000 commission, because he sold, like, a, a hospital or something. Like when you put like all those kilowatts yeah. on that that's a big yeah. commission you know yeah, what i'm saying like yeah. selling the school or business yeah. so now he working strictly business you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like a lot of people work commercials you know what i'm saying but but what i learned though from just solar alone is that like my hot day like i went door to door like I, I had to like we got up early in the morning like eight o'clock have like a morning meeting yeah, yeah. and then we would be on doors like nine ten o'clock you know what i'm saying yeah. because time ain't your best friend when you waste it. but not only that Like I'm trying to make like Two to three thousand dollars a week That was my goal You know what I'm saying So I had to sell like a lot of people I had to knock on three to four hundred doors Because my closing ratio was like Forty to fifty percent You know what I'm saying If I knock on three hundred doors I'm gonna sell like Like my highest day in one day Is that I sold 112 Like I sold 112 clients And I'm thinking like If I know what I know now I probably would be like On Elon Musk. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I'll be yeah. up there with him because I'm like, it's solar guys. That's like, like I'm doing a um, speaking gig like in two days with this dude. I don't know if y'all familiar with his name, like Michael O'Donnell. They say he was like the top yeah, solar dude. They said he made like $5 million and still just selling Old solar. Man you Mike, know what I'm yeah, and buddy. I'm looking at, like, dang, wait, you mean to tell me? You, I had to knock all day, I had to start like 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. and i get off at nine o'clock mm-hmm. at night which i wasn't tripping you know what i'm saying yeah. because i didn't get paid by the hours yeah. but i made three thousand dollars that one day free but free. i had to sell 112 so. clients you mean to tell me you can knock on one or two doors and sell these two clients and make ten thousand thirty thousand i'm like i'm in a wrong, wrong you know what i mean yeah, not sure. the wrong but i'm just selling the wrong thing yeah, you know what i mean because sure, yeah. i was making twenty dollars a pop you know what i'm yeah, saying i'm yeah. selling a cleaning product for forty dollars but i only get twenty dollars yeah, yeah. here it is that you make uh, you know i was like that's yeah that's dude, it's, ridiculous. it's cra-
0: i mean I'm I'm, I'm 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 like envious of of the sales reps that we work with for our company because it's like you know dude they're making you know 30 40 50 60 sometimes a hundred thousand dollars a month i mean we've got sales reps making half a million six or seven hundred thousand a year and it's like it, they're just right time, right place. But it, to that's me, that's really what it did. To me, to me, it's to me, it's not only that, but it's also you know, it's a vehicle to get you where you want to be in the future, right? Because you can invest that in NFTs, you can invest in cryptocurrency, gold, yeah. silver, the whole thing, commodities, yeah, it, 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 real estate, like I search mean, that's, creator, yeah, that, his that services. yeah, that, that's that's huge, you know, you 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 invest it, um, you know, what, what I what I teach our sales reps is make the money, but go invest it in you something pay that will perpetually pay, 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 pay you long term, yeah, exactly, and. Yeah, and it's it's uh you know it's a vehicle to get you somewhere bigger long term, and mm-hmm. you know whether it's real estate, crypto, whatever. I mean, if you look at inflation, like the CPI, consumer price index, last month it was six point two percent. This month it's at six point eight. Inflation just keeps going up and up and up, right? Mm-hmm. And you want to put that in an asset that's going to continue to increase, yeah. right? So whether it's you know crypto or real estate or whatever, it, that's how you hedge your bet. Not only are, are you know someone who saves a hundred thousand dollars a year is losing six and a half, almost seven percent annually, right? Yeah. But if you put that in real estate real estate went up 20, 25% depending on what mark you were in this year yeah. plus cash flow, plus principal pay down everything, all the economics to go into it I mean, it's crazy. And so this is just a vehicle that you don't do forever to get you to that next thing, right? Yeah, 100%. And
1: so, you know, that's what I've seen. And and, 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 and one thing, too, that you get stuck in is you get stuck in the lifestyle of spending money and, and rolling through cash. Like, I know for eight, nine, 10 years, I just treaded my tires to live up to the lifestyle. And one thing I wish reps would learn, and unfortunately, re- realizing that a lot of leaderships and managements don't want you to invest and grow because if you make enough money, eventually you... you know. You leave them Yeah so and, they, that's, and that's
0: what sure it should be It, it should be that, that make other millionaires.
2: That's yeah, what I love sure. about Jay-Z yeah. You know what I'm saying He made billionaires yeah. Yeah. He didn't Yeah LeBron You know what I'm saying yeah. That's true though yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah You create a winning culture yeah. A winning lifestyle And you, you make your team successful yeah, that's, And that's, that's what we really
2: want No I see that You know what I'm saying I seen just like You yeah. can see evolving people yeah. You can see it's all about evolution, you know what I'm saying? I just seen y'all two years ago, and y'all was like Bonnie and Clyde, you know what I'm saying? Nah, (laughs) he done took off, and he doing his thing, you know what I'm saying? Just off of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I I see a lot of companies do that, you know what I'm saying? You here 10 years, and you ain't grew nowhere, you know what I'm saying? But shoe sizes, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's ridiculous, but I see that, you know what I mean?
1: And and the fear, and, and what ends up happening is guys get this image of what they need to be and and they realize that this is a stepping stone and if you get caught up in the identity of being a top sales rep without transitioning you're doing yourself a disservice because you do need to go start companies you do need to go invest because all i thought in my head is hey i'm a top sales rep that's it i'm not an investor i'm not any of that and so you get tied you limit yourself and so when you limit yourself you don't believe you can do other things and the skill set that it takes to require to the the skill set you need to acquire to be a top sales rep could easily be applied into real estate and these other avenues, and you could equally kill it, if not even do more than you do on the doors. And that's one thing, this paradigm that sales reps have is, is, hey, they're only good at door-to-door sales, but no, like door-to-door salesmen, this is a stepping stone for you to take your skill sets and then transition onto something and change the world. Like, perfect example, like two years ago, three years ago, I was working at Vivint making, you know, two, three $300,000, and I was just a regular sales rep. I had a team of, you know, 10, 20, 30 guys. And then just a month ago, I was in Peru with over 100 people donating over $50,000, $60,000 to a charity and giving back to a community that never would have gotten the benefits of uh, that donation if I hadn't taken a risk and gone out on my own. And unfortunately, I spent too many years as a top producing sales rep where I should have transitioned and run a business like Josh. Perfect example, Josh was a top sales rep, now runs a business and is a $50 million net worth. I didn't take the risk he did. He's got over 50 times more of a net worth than I do. And it's crazy, and that, that's my problem. I didn't transition. He had a bigger vision. And the thing is, is I was say, I could sell more than you, I can sell more than you. And he's laughing at the bank. He's like, I'm starting a company like my sales reps. I but did. now he's
0: now he's advancing, you know, he's done his company and um you know and it all started from like knocking on doors, right? Like him knocking on doors, you knocking on doors, myself knocking on doors. I don't have a degree, you don't have a degree, he doesn't have a degree, right? And it's like, you know, people people don't get paid for effort, they get paid for results in our industry, right? And people wanna just get paid for effort, right? They want that nine to five and and, and they don't realize everything that's happening and they want that one, $2 pay raise. Meanwhile, inflation's going higher than what they can even get in a pay raise and they're going backwards. And you know, our job is, 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 is driven off of results, not effort. And that's what I like about it most is you you don't have to come into an organization and and try to take someone's job like if you bring value to the marketplace the marketplace is going to reward you right that's what Elon Musk does mm-hmm. that's what Jeff Bezos has done like they've made it easier on people's lifestyle and they've brought value to the marketplace and the marketplace rewards them a hundred times a million times and that's what it's all about and um you know if any if, if any of you guys watching this you know uh, uh you know our goal is to bring value um you know we, with through our company we're not just you know looking to, for, to work with certain, we, we want to work with certain people that want more out of their life. Right. And so I would encourage anyone out there who, whoever is interested, you know, hit us up, uh, you know, titaniumsolar.com forward slash careers. Um, it might not be a long term
1: DMs. I mean, did
0: message titanium yeah. solar, but it might not be a long term career for you, but it'll give you that stepping stone for six months, a year, whatever it needs to get you to that next level. And, um, you know, I love hearing success stories like with what you told us. Cause that, I mean, dude, honestly, that, that, that helped push me one year and I didn't even, even know who you were right and I'm sure it pushed millions of other people I mean dude, hundreds of millions of people saw that video right and like it, it's it's pushed people I guarantee it and you know it's all from you just not giving up right if you know like dude you you didn't give up and then this is where you're at now right
1: and it's crazy and what's well, the choice it all comes down to that choice: is, is, is are you gonna take the greyhound or are you gonna go out and work and then it's the alarm gods are sitting there the, the door the sales gods are sitting there looking on what's this guy gonna do bless him. and the bigger the kick in the nuts and the harder you come back, the more reward it is. A lot of people don't have an Indian guy about to kill them. That's why their peak isn't that low, so their take doesn't go high. They're never faced with that. Like Josh was faced with a lawsuit. Josh was faced with a ton of stuff, and then he still stepped above it, and he was able to go out and perform. I never got faced with that kind of lawsuit. So I never got hit with something that bad, so that's why my peak isn't as high. A lot of times people think that something bad happening to them in their life is bad, but really, yeah. if you look at it that way, yes. and it's That's a blessing. It's a
0: blessing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, any, any time, like, you're going to have obstacles, the more, the more you know, success you have, the more problems you're going to yeah, have. Yeah, that's right?
2: why I was trying to say that. i show you somebody that's successful. I guarantee they'll tell you their success story, what they had to go through to get there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. everybody can't say that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I say it's, it's lonely at the top. Yeah. And it's crowded at the bottom. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. No, sure. but that's facts though. Yeah.
1: And, and Josh, he's given up his social life. He's given up yeah. so much. He played basketball all the time and now he's yeah. just Yeah, yeah. He, he was pretty good. It's, not, it's not funny because like we adjust, all can
2: yeah. relate and we all can be on the same accord because we all in that same field. You know what I'm saying? An average person that's probably working a nine and five or somebody that wanna hear it, it'll go over their head. Like yeah. this whole conversation yeah. be like, what is they talk? you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause yeah. it's like, it's, it's like, I ain't trying to cut you off, no, but no, no, it's like, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't go that route. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody have their route. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I tell you one thing, success is right next door to failure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's his neighbor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like Thomas Edison said, I failed and failed and failed and failed my way to success.
1: You
0: know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And, and, you know, one thing that I'd say too is what, you know, door to door, direct to home, whatever you want to call it has done for me and guys that I've worked with in the past is not just financially, but like the confidence that it gives you mm-hmm. like, yeah, mentally, like, like you, you can do some crazy things. Like you go rent a car from enterprise, you're going to talk them down, right? You, you go, you know, sign up for something. You're going to
2: ABS yeah, always be selling. Yeah,
0: you're going to be, you're going to be closing people. Right. And it's like, I didn't have that, that prior sales experience. And I know tons of guys that had no sales experience that I thought would be great that didn't do well. And I, I saw people that had no sales experience that were workhorses that just crushed and the thing that i see in our industry is the hardest worker makes the most amount of money and that's mm-hmm. like 99.9 of the time so i would encourage anyone that's listening to this or that's thought about you know stepping outside of the box you got nothing to lose and 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 even if you have no no sales experience, we welcome that, right? Yeah. We want that. We that's just, what training is yeah, for. We want, yeah, we want a, a winning, uh, we just want a good culture, a winning culture that, that, you know, people that want to work with us who who are willing to, you know, go out there, you know, and just learn. And, and that's what I've seen, you know, my, my twin brother, he's never sold anything prior and he's probably better than me and he had no sales experience. He worked in a cheese factory, right? And it's, yeah, so it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, it's, you don't need that sales, you know, that sales experience. None of us had sales experience until we went out there and did it. And so yeah, I just like I said once again I'd encourage anyone who's interested in looking at our company within, you know, titaniumsolar.com forward slash careers, go into our, our DMs, hit us up, and you know, our guys will reach out there on some of these podcasts, they'll reach out to you. I want to meet some of you guys out there and, and give you guys an opportunity to allow you to have a stepping stone to get you to that next level. And, and
1: one thing I've really liked about Josh is is he's invested a lot into training and he's right. gotten a lot of people like bringing you on, he's bought in Noxstar stuff. So he's continuing to invest. And the sad part is, is I'm now being consultant there's some companies out there that don't spend any money on their guys and all they do is give them commissions work them just work them like a hebrew slave like we're
0: we're going to the game on thursday the chiefs and uh chargers and you know we're doing a big event in january from door-to-door con uh, three days prior Mm -hmm. um you know we're doing another event after but yeah we do all sorts of things so it's it's uh it's pretty crazy that
1: that speaks volume about the leaders because the the thing is is uh, a, a post that i saw the other day it's like if you only pay your guys for the work that they do and they only make money at your company you're doing them a disservice mm-hmm. your job is to help them Teach them to be better people and help them grow as individuals yeah. and you it's know. like
2: the saying, leadership is when no one's watching
0: yeah no yeah for sure yeah so what what's the what's the what's the biggest tip that you could give someone who's thinking about doing a sales job or wants to transition into a sales job and you know what 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 would what and same thing with you danny what's the biggest tip that could kind of you know push you to just try it at least what Um,
2: my biggest tip is no guts no glory like martin lawrence you got nothing to lose you know what i'm saying like you got nothing to lose nothing nothing be the failure unless you try you yeah. know, just like I said, this story I just said, just imagine if I wouldn't have did that. Yeah. yeah that I speaks I mean. in volume. I, I don't know where I would have been at if I wouldn't have made that decision. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We all we all one decision from being a failure or a successful. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's It's just that decision. Yeah. So for anybody out there that's listening, you know what I mean? Like a made-up mind is a dangerous mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like whatever you think you're going through, it's only temporary. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's you the
0: same thing that you've always done, you're going to get the same results yeah. you've always had. Yeah there's there's it's going to be hard to improve on that it's going to take a long time 30 40 50 years so yeah
1: yeah and and for me i get asked this a lot is sales when people think of commission only they realize that they can't depend on somebody else to pay them and then they all they have to do is then all they have left is their reflection on themselves, and that scares a lot of people because a lot of people don't have the confidence and the self belief that they can go out and do it, yeah. and the, that ends up um, becoming a concern for so many people. They get so afraid of believing on themselves that they don't even want to look at that option. And there's a lot of things beneath the surface that make them believe that they're not worthy enough of being successful in sales or being successful in life, and so they continue to just bounce from opportunity to opportunity. That's to pay them more hourly and more hourly and then they never end up confronting these issues that are holding them back in life and that's why sales is so amazing and that's why so many talented people come from the door-to-door space is because in door-to-door you have to confront that fear every single day and you can't shy away from it if you work at mcdonald's you get 10 bucks an hour you don't have to face your fears if someone's going to guarantee you a paycheck you never have to face those insecurities you never have to face that time on and six well, yeah, but then you never have to face that, you know, that kid in high school that picked on you because of, you know, the way that you looked or the, because the way they, your last name is. And so, you know, that though, that's why sales terrifies people. But what I would tell you is, is salesmen aren't born; they're made. And like you said, some guys have it and some guys don't. But the guys that don't can be taught it. Yeah. And that's why it's yeah. so important to be in the right vehicle and have somebody that can teach you that. Now, you don't have to do door to door for the rest of your life. But you do need the skill set or uh, or your insecurities are gonna haunt you forever yeah. And you're never gonna be fulfilled because you never looked at the problems that you have caused for yourself and confronted them Overcome them and then transition. Yeah,
0: so so how can uh, I know somewhere on my feed or our company's feed, his feed? How can someone reach out to you? What's your uh, you know if they just yeah. to follow you? Oh, your? it's
2: funny salesman on Instagram Facebook um, Twitter um,
0: What are you on the most?
2: I'm on um, TikTok, way. Instagram, and Facebook. All right. They're my three. Then, what, and, and then Tinder's number four. No. <laughs> nah. And then what,
1: Danny? <laughs> he's how, married, okay. So Danny, <laughs> so you,
0: you're, provi- you're providing value to, to reps, obviously, yeah, and yeah. companies out there. You know, obviously, he's got a good amount of followers. What, how can they reach out to you?
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, you can reach out to me, Danny underscore Pessi. Um, Instagram. I got a Facebook group. Uh, that you can look up Noxstar. So, you know, realizing that, you know, your company's gonna provide you a lot of training and stuff. And it's nice to have an outside perspective where it's a third party helping you and uh, have a a different view on how to do things. And so for us, that's really what's been super helpful because a lot of guys in the solar industry are are going out and starting their own things. And, you know, they don't have that upper echelon of management. They wanna cut out the top. So this way they don't have to work for a huge organization like they did back in the day. Back at Vivint, if you wanted the best training, you had to work at Vivint. They had 5,000 reps. Yeah. Now now everybody left Vivint, and they're all doing their own things. And where do they get new training? Where do they get new helpfulness? Yeah. And it's nice to have a third party that's still in the trenches learning to help give them more value. And so that's where we come into play. And that's why Josh has been such an advocate of it because I've learned a lot from Josh. He's learned a little bit from me. I've
0: learned a lot from both of you guys. Yeah,
1: oh. If, if you guys want to follow me, Jay Sutherland256
0: on on uh, Instagram, I'm not pretty, yeah, I don't post any, hardly anything in there. But if you want to talk, uh, Jay Sutherland256 on Instagram and then titanium solar. But one thing I wanted to say about the industry and why I think it's it's, it's a great industry to be in and why it's blowing up so much is there's only 3 to 5% of America that has solar. Um, everyone has to pay for electricity. And, and that's kind of where the government, the bank, the institutions are pushing it. They're incentivizing homeowners and companies to do solar. And you're not really selling someone a solar system. Danny and I have sold solar systems. I'm sure you kind of know about it, but you're really just redirecting their bills. So if their average bill is 200 bucks a month, you're probably in California, you're gonna lower them to 120, 130 bucks a month on a fixed rate that never goes up. So that it eliminates that bill almost to zero the new bill is you know, 30, 35% cheaper, but it's fixed. So as the years continue to move, your bill stays the same where the other bill's going up. And also you're paying down principal to eventually pay it off. So you're not selling them anything, you're just redirecting their money where it's going at a lot cheaper rate and making five, 10, 15, $20,000 a deal, yeah. And, and it's a bill that they always have to pay. And then the other catalyst that's really pushing solar right now is EV, right? You just did a, 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 a podcast earlier, but electric vehicles, like that's where that's where everything's going towards, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, dude, look at Tesla, bro. They have a. Tr- this is so what's so crazy, bro. Tesla ha- Tesla has a one trillion dollar market cap right now. How long has Ford been in business for? <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Their market cap last time I checked was like eighty four billion. So you got to think Ford has been in business how? Who knows how long? Eighty four billion. Tesla's one trillion. If you look at Ford, GMC, uh, Toyota. Honda, all of them combined. They're not even close to Tesla. And you look at Rivian, the first car maker that just came out for for trucks. They have they just IPO'd like 3 weeks ago. They have a 120 billion dollar market cap already above Ford and they haven't sold maybe a couple thousand cars. So you know EVs the future based on where people are putting their money. And these cars are these Ford and they're starting to catch up with them, but it's where it's going and where and when you take those those cars and you plug them in your garage, and you charge your vehicle with it. Guess what? It's going to do your electricity bill. It's going to go up, right? Because you're charging your vehicle at your home, and so you know that their bills are going to continue to rise with inflation, with all these electric vehicles. And you know you got to be able to um, reduce that and get rid of that bill. And 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 solar is a solution for that. And so that's what's going to drive our market, in my opinion, heavily is electric vehicles. So you know we're we're a we're we're a fully integrated company. We do. Uh, we do, we do, we we do, we do cells, we do installations. So if anyone's looking, you know, we're, we're looking for technicians too. We're fully integrated. So we do start from finish, you know, we're doing installs in you know, a week, two weeks, we're, we're putting them in quickly. We're in Florida, Texas, uh, California, and other markets we're opening. So we've got, you know, different markets you guys can go in, but that's what's so, so advantageous about solar is just, you know the market it's right time right place it's just going to continue to
1: grow so 100 you know, percent, and that's so, what's so. cool is because and realizing it's 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 about the vehicle that you're in and a lot of people get emotionally attached to the industry that they're in and for me and josh we were in security for years and we stacked up a lot of that's rmr and it's yeah.
2: still not i mean it's, it's there but yeah. it's not yeah. like yeah. it's a click of a button i, I knew but, solar was booming when Acon gave solar a shout out
0: That's dude you know crazy saying? huh he's going to africa yeah, i said wow
2: you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like
0: he's going to africa building yeah, out building villages out, yeah. with with solar yeah. it, it's it's crazy it, it, it's it's crazy there's there's not too many products out there that you can sell a system in an hour or two and make 5 10 15 20 30 40 grand a deal yeah. Yeah. And, and 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 just really cut their the bill solar. and just cut their bill it, it, it's the
1: future so and and, and that's what i'm saying and, and i talk about that as a lot of guys get emotionally attached to their to their um industry that they're in like with security it was tough for us to take a step back and transition but how it's been able to transform my life and josh's life like i i call it my north star and my north star was always to be successful and wealthy but i was so emotionally attached to it being through security that i've turned a blind eye to a better opportunity and eventually when i started seeing you know these guys making so much money not only doing something easier but it's more beneficial for the customer in terms of financially I eventually, like, gave it a shot, and, and it's been the best thing ever. And so if you're watching this right now and you, you have a job that you're happy with, I get it. It's just one of those things that it's, like, yeah. this This is going you to be. You could try
2: part-time. Yeah. That's what people do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You could <laughs> try part-time. Once yeah. you start making way more money than your part-time job, you're going to put more into it. You know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. And yeah, it's like, so, bro, I
1: didn't want to die, like, with a bunch of video cameras around me. That was just a tool that I used. Right. And I had emotional attachment to it. But you know, now that I let this go, I realize that I'm more capable of being just a security salesman. Like now, I can be a real estate investor. Now I can be a male model again. And me and Kenny are starting our own male model agency. So, so what
0: are you? So what are your? We'll wrap this up. But what are your? What are your plans? Uh, this, like the, I was talking to you earlier today. You're like, hey, I'm doing a, a, a film with uh, Jamie Fox or something today. Or, what, 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 so. What, so what are some cool things that you've done? So like have you talked
1: last? again with Ken, with Jamie Fox and have told him what yeah. happened with that?
2: Yeah, he what? still remember me. So he still does, huh? Yeah. So, what, so
0: what have you done recently? Like, didn't you do something with Nick Cannon or something?
2: Yeah, I did Wild and Out. I did um, season sixteen. That was like the beginning. Of, I did it in um, this. I did it this year in June, mm-hmm. and then we released it in August, and then they just filmed again in October, season seventeen. But they did old school, new school. So they only had the old school, new school cast. And then I'm getting called back this April to do Wild and Out again. I just found that out for season eighteen. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. I'm so
0: you are doing that? What else is going on?
2: Um I got a movie that's dropping called uh You Married That. Shout out to Jahan Jones. That's like my second film that I I'm, I'm about to be released. The first mm-hmm. one I did was called uh Carol's Christmas. Mm-hmm. I did that 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 dropped on Amazon Prime last year. Well mm-hmm. the end of it was in Je- December January yeah. it's around that time. Yeah. So again. yeah, then I'm, tomorrow I'm shooting a state farm commercial. Nice. Insurance, I'm playing insurance salesman. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so did, did you know and then that? I got like a lot of speaking gigs. Uh, I got I'm supposed to be doing some door to door kind. I got some with um, Pessy coming up. I got some with um, Jack Hayes. Jack Hess. Jake he, Hess. Jake Hess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he doing like solar kind. He just reached mm-hmm. out. So nice. I've been doing a lot of yeah. So. so you got a lot of things coming up. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like yeah. a lot of speaking, you know. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Dan? Yeah,
1: I got a I got a movie that just went straight to Blockbuster. So, yeah, there's one. It was uh, there's three cassettes of it. It's awesome. Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> it's been really good. So yeah, I've got a couple events coming up myself. I've got an event in Salt Lake City. Uh, Josh is sending a couple of his guys there, so yeah. that's exciting. And so we've yeah. got uh, we're You'll teaching be at our event too. Yeah, I'm hosting it actually. Yeah. And so <laughs> we're we're going to be teaching leadership. And then you got uh, an event too? Yeah, come up. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. It'll be it'll be the it'll be like a day or two before door to door con. Yeah. So you can stop by. Yeah, just send me this stuff. We're gonna go snowmobiling on, on a Monday, taking our guys. I don't know if you snow. Uh, a little yeah, bit. you know black people don't <laughs> play with snow.
2: You know black people don't play with snow. Yeah. You know why we don't play hockey? We already skating on the ice. <laughs> 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 That's funny. That's funny.
0: That's funny, bro.
1: But, awesome. yeah, so that's that's the thing. So we've got a couple events coming up. And like I said, guys, I hope you guys got some value from this. Obviously, it's awesome to see Kenny. It's awesome to see Josh. And between these three guys, there's there's some guys that talk the talk in this industry, that run coaching groups and that are, you know, an, an internet marketers. And then there's guys that walk the walk. And everybody here, I'm proud to say, walks the walk. And I've seen it firsthand. And, Kenny, thank you so much for being a catalyst of the door-to-door industry. Yeah, and, man, I appreciate
0: but, that, bro. You motivated me ten, two decades ago, bro. You didn't even know it.
1: So, uh Yeah.
2: Thanks cool for having me, man. I appreciate it, yeah, and buddy. So
1: cool. Looking forward to hearing from everybody. Josh, any final words?
0: Uh, no. I mean, my my thing is, I live by the mentality. Like when I wake up, I brush my teeth, uh, tie my shoes, and I just one step ahead of the other, and it adds up over time. And you know, just don't give up, don't quit. And if anyone's interested, like I say, reach out to Titanium Solar. Direct message or titaniumsolar.com forward slash careers.
2: Y'all watching? Make sure y'all hitting up mm-hmm. <laughs> Titanium Solar. Titanium, you know what that means, right? It
1: can't be broken. If something, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And wow. if your shoes are dirty they can pick up some shoe
2: (laughs) pink miracle pink miracle baby that's right
0: (laughs) all right we're gonna sign off then i appreciate everyone all
2: right
1: all right